we have we have guests this 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 week's episode is going to be an adventure uh because not only am i in the darkness of my boyfriend's closet right now because there are no lights in here but this is the best like acoustically the best place i can be but also Alyssa is watching our friend's dog yeah <laughs> and i might have a cat wander in here at any point in time who's to say so it's going to be an adventure of an episode it, i'm pumped it really is she might come over and say hello again she might go back to my bed really who's to say at this point <laughs> yes, we'll, I'll wait and see what happens next oh <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay. This episode's going to be fucking unhinged, and I just oh, know yeah. it. I'm on a caffeine high right now, so fucking mental. Man. Yeah, bitch. You had you had a latte at, like, 5 p.m. It's because I want to play The Sims really late tonight, so I was just making... Me too! <laughs> I'm also in a mood where, like, everything in me is just like, hey, you want to play The Sims this weekend? Oh, I do so badly because I have nothing going on this weekend besides watching the dog, so it's the perfect indoor mm-hmm. activity after I let her out one more time after this. Well, it- and Animal Crossing just got a huge update, and Ooh. so I'm like, ooh, I gotta, like, play Animal Crossing this weekend, too? Like, dang. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll record this quickly, then, so that our unhinged asses can go play The Sims. <laughs> okay. All right. Well- Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Gwen. And we are Teen Squee. This is the podcast where we spill the tea about the things that make us squee. And this week, what are we talking about, Alyssa? You tell we the people. We are talking about Twilight, the novel, not the movie quite yet. Mm-hmm. We are going to go book by book uh, and also movie by movie yes, uh, so. because it's Twilight and we, pun intended here, suck. And um, <laughs> uh we felt that there were enough differences between the books and the movies that they all deserved their own time. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether we are going to do book, movie, book, movie, or do all of the books and then all of the movies, we have yet to determine. Uh, but today we are starting with the first book by Stephanie Meyer called Twilight. Yeehaw. We all know it. We all love it. We all love to hate it. Yeah, we do. Gosh, I have my book from, I got this book for, in fifth grade, that's when my Twilight journey started, it started in fifth grade when my class was all reading Breaking Dawn, which was banned in our class, but, you know, a bunch of girls read it anyways during the <laughs> reading time. Why was it banned? Why was of the, it banned? Because of the honeymoon sex scene that wasn't even in the books, like, I've read smut more intense than that chapter, or Bella and Edward's sex lives in Breaking Dawn, but for some reason, since... We knew they were having sex. It was banned for fifth graders. But, oh like, goodness. girls in my class brought it in anyways. <laughs> I haven't read Breaking Dawn yet. I'm only, like, par- part of the way through Eclipse. Oh, and okay, so, yeah. like, I don't know what I don't know what that scene is yet. But, it, like... It'd be I'm... really tame. <laughs> it's, like, fade, it's like when they fade to black in, like, the rom-coms, you know? Uh-huh. Like, when they're right about to do it. So they're, like, making out and they're, like start undressing and then fade to black basically is what the sex scene is it's disappointing i was gonna say stephanie meyer doesn't strike me as a person who would like write a graphic yeah no Um. she's a mormon (laughs) she's not writing anything spicy so your twilight journey began in the fifth grade yes and i have my book in front of me um and it's from 
like right when the movie came out and I have like my my names written on the inside of like big pink letters in my 10 year old handwriting. So that's how old I was when I started reading the Twilight books. And um, I had a really bad obsession with them. I think my mom was concerned about me. Um, my Twilight journey <laughs> began <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> it was August of 2020. Um, and I saw that the first Twilight film was on Amazon Prime, and I said, you know what, I'm just sewing all night, I might as well watch this movie, <laughs> which then turned into me marathoning all five movies oh in the course God. of 48 hours. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I had never been allowed to read the books or see the movies when I was a kid and when I was a teenager. I remember watching the first three films mm -hmm. when I was sleeping over at my cousin's house. I remember watching the first three films, but I didn't retain anything from them. The one scene that I retained was in, in the Eclipse movie when they're in the tent and Jacob <laughs> says, I am hotter than you. Oh my God. And like... <laughs> You'd warm up faster if you took your clothes off. That's the one thing about those films that stuck in my mind for years until I watched them again. But um, I then watched the movies over like the course of the last year and a half. I've been watching them over and over and over again, and I love them. They're true. trash, and I love them. They're true comfort movies, really and truly. And I finally, this past summer, said, hey... I'm going to finally read these books. And so I went to Goodwill and I got all four <laughs> books plus the short second life of Brie Tanner. Oh, yes. I had that book, too. And uh, I read the first two books and I went into the books fully prepared to absolutely hate them. Like, the movies are bad. And I knew that the movies were going to be bad when I started watching them. And so I enjoy them as bad movies, if that makes yep. sense. Yep. Like, that's it's just sometimes bad movies are comfort and mm -hmm. they're fun and they're great. And so I love the absurdity of the films. But I was fully prepared to just hate the absurdity of the books and think that they were the stupidest thing ever. And so in my copy from Goodwill, the first, like, I don't know, 20 pages are full of, like, notes from me that are just sassy commenting on how stupid Bella is and how much I hate this book <laughs> and then all of a sudden I got so into it the minute biology class started oh my god I yes. was so into it that like I, I stopped taking notes and I was like this is amazing and I read the whole book in like less than two days uh immediately read New Moon and then I hit Eclipse and I just hit a standstill so I'm yep. gonna Finish Eclipse and read Breaking Dawn for these episodes of the podcast. It'll find it'll motivate me to actually get it done. Yes. Yep. It's the Eclipse Wall, I like to call it. Because I was doing I was rereading the books too this past summer and I stopped at Eclipse. Like halfway through mm -hmm. Eclipse. I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I'm done. I, I like I can't digest this anymore. Like I love the first two books with all my being, but I'm not a fan of the latter two for so many yeah. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so today we're just going to discuss the first one, though. So uh, let's do it. But hold on. I've got a burp first. Okay. Oh, Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I recently learned that I'm lactose intolerant, and then I had oh. cheese ravioli for dinner. So, like... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Rest in pepperoni. Oh, no, no. 
<laughs> I, so Twilight. Yes, I want to talk Stephanie about Stephanie Meyer. I want to first talk about how different the book is plot-wise compared to the movie because literally mm-hmm. every single time I read the book, I forget like the order it goes in because the movie they mm-hmm. changed a lot of like the, like the mm-hmm. minute details, but like the really the big stuff I liked about Twilight, like you miss. Edward and Bella having normal conversations with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing to reread and be like, ah, yes. I mean, this is kind of insta-lovey, but less so in the books than the movie because they actually have a conversation in the book. And also, most romance novels, especially romance novels written in the early aughts, are insta-lovey. Yeah. It was a trope that was incredibly heavily used. The same way that Enemies to Lovers is really big now, mm-hmm. insta-love and soulmates were the thing in the early 2000s and so that's just that's that's what we get here is just Mm -hmm. some insta love with vampires yeah (laughs) i mean it gave 10 year old me some very unrealistic expectations on my love life but yes (laughs) i was like i'm gonna meet my soulmate when i'm 17 oh girl good thing you didn't so let's summarize this novel hold on i'm gonna turn on my flashlight so i can read my notes for the first few pages here okay so first things first we begin with uh what do they call it a preface yeah i guess so yes and at the top of this page because it's one page long it's like actually not even like half a page and (laughs) at the top of this page i have written what the fuck is the point of this literally Uh, what is the (laughs) fucking point of this it's like i know she's trying to like be like a little teaser mom like oh what's gonna happen mm-hmm. in this book and maybe like people think it's like i guess spoiler alert gonna be edward who tries to kill her but like it's not edward mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i, I, I could have gone it, without this it. book this book begins with a half page preface that says i'd never given much thought to how i would die though i'd had reason enough in the last few months but even if i had i would not have imagined it like this we literally get half of a half of a page that is set in medias res but (laughs) it's in the middle of the action that comes like 300 pages later yeah it doesn't make sense no i I hate it so much also the page before that we get a uh, genesis quote quote. from (laughs) genesis chapter 2 verse 17 but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die and i don't understand i don't understand the quote other than it just being like bell is a forbidden fruit that's i was gonna say like i know it's like this book is like supposed to be like oh it's like adam and eve and bella's like forbidden fruit for edward and like vice versa he could kill her and i'm like okay but like all stephanie's doing with that quote is telling me that i should have picked up quicker that she was a mormon so yep (laughs) Like, I wish I should have picked this up a lot sooner than I did. I want to know, because part of the reason I wasn't allowed to read these books was because, like, they were about vampires and werewolves, right? And that's, like, mm-hmm. kind of occult shit. Um, and so, like, I wasn't allowed to read them for that reason. And also because they were, like, super, like, quote-unquote sexy, like, oh. was what my parents had heard about them, was that they were kind of, like, sex-crazed. And so they were like, yeah, you can't read those. But I wonder if they had known that they opened with a Genesis quote and that, like... <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the sexiest outfit description we get is a floor-length khaki skirt. I wonder if I would have been allowed to read them. I feel like you would have. As I'm like, literally with rereading this, I was like, granted, I've read a lot of new adult 
in my time at this point. So I've read a lot of graphic mm-hmm. sex scenes at this point in my reading career. This is such tame shit, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. it, I really thought this was saucy when I first read it. Granted, I was 10, but damn. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we, uh, after that awful Genesis quote and that stupid ass pre- <laughs> preface, preface, I don't preface, know. Pronounce I it how you want to. We get chapter one, First Sight, which is about how D- Bella's mom drives her to the airport so that she can move to Forks, Washington and live with her dad, Charlie, because mm-hmm. her mom just got remarried and wants to travel the wor- or travel the country with her minor league baseball mm-hmm. husband, Phil. Phil? Yeah, Phil. Phil. Who isn't even Phil. good at baseball, mind you, because um, he's a minor Bella- league baseball player. Bella decides that she's going to sacrifice of herself and go live with her father in a town that she hates. Her estranged mm-hmm. father, who he, she hasn't seen since he, she was like, what, like 15? Yeah, like 14. T- yeah, and she's 17 now. And so she hasn't seen her father in like three to four years. And she only ever spent summers with him. And she hated it so much that she stopped going and so she in order to let her mother live out her dream is going to sacrifice herself and go live with her father in a town that she hates Mm -hmm. which is stupid oh stupid stupid stupid. renee her mom Um, sucks booty hole she literally so um page four she says but i could see the sacrifice in her eyes behind the promise don't worry about me i urged it'll be great i love you mom and i'm like she's your mother she should worry about you Mm -hmm. she should be willing to sacrifice things for you she is your mom Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous that you are the adult in this situation and that you feel like you need to sacrifice of yourself yeah because she even describes renee as like childlike like and forgetful like bella Mm-hmm. does all the adult stuff in that relationship she is the mother she had to grow up so quickly because her mom just like couldn't be responsible for herself so her daughter had to be responsible for her like it's ridiculous it's stupid it's ridiculous and she also <laughs> then like later the same chapter says um that would explain why i didn't remember him i do a good job of bl- good job of blocking painful unnecessary things from my memory and i have a note that just says it's called trauma response literally i'm like oh honey that's a trauma (laughs) oh bella girl but anyway so she goes she goes to live with her dad charlie who is the police chief and seemingly the only cop in forks washington (laughs) which is like fine i I guess fair yeah Forks is a small town. I don't remember. Does she like, say in the in the book how many people there are? I know, in like the movie, like, she says it's like three thousand one hundred yes. and like twenty people or whatever. So something like that. But yeah. it's a small town. Charlie is seems to be the only cop in town. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she goes to live with her dad. Um, in a town that's always rainy. She moves from Phoenix that she is quoted as saying she loves. She adores Phoenix. She says, um, oh my goodness, I loved Phoenix. I loved the sun and the blistering heat. I loved the vigorous, sprawling city. And she she leaves it for forks in order for her mother to have a better life. Also, I want to talk about how Bella talks like she's the romantic hero in Pride and Prejudice. Like does. <laughs> it's it's 2007. I don't understand why she's saying it was to Forks that I now exiled myself. 
an action that I took with great horror. I detested forks. She's a pretentious fuck, bitch. Pretentious. What the fuck? All she reads <laughs> is the classic, so I guess it makes sense that she talks God. like she's the heroine in one. She is a version of a manic pixie dream girl, but she's not mm-hmm. manic. She's a depressed no. pixie dream girl. Yes, that's what it is. Bella girl, why? Why did I want to be like you when I was an impressionable 10-year-old? <laughs> so uh, she moves in with her dad. Things are awkward. Mm-hmm. She goes to school. Things are still awkward. She <laughs> says she has trouble fitting in with people her own age, goes on this whole tirade about how she's built different. And I'm like, bitch, did you have any friends in Phoenix? I'm wondering like, that. I'm like, why would you love Phoenix so much? I guess she's an introvert. But like, did, girl, do you have friends in Phoenix? I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, she makes a comment about how she, uh, uh, she, I can do this. I lied to myself deeply. No one was going to bite me. And I just went, ah. <laughs> Girl, you think. She says, my, my plain black jacket didn't stand out, I noticed with relief. And I was like, bitch, it's black. Why would, Why would it? it stand out? God, Bella, you want so badly to meet the main character, but you have no main character energy. God, she does. I'm like, Girl, I need you to tone it down here. I need you to, like, think about, like, it's not like you're wearing, like, a fucking bright pink jacket. It's a black raincoat in a rainy town. Mm-hmm. You're not special. Mm-hmm. Or I guess she is special. do to do So she meets uh, some more kids in her class. She meets Mike Newton mm-hmm. uh, and Eric and Jessica <laughs> And Lauren and oh my Angela. Angela. Angela, thank you. Yeah. I knew it was an A name, but my brain kept wanting to say Aubrey. Um, and all of the boys are like, ooh, new girl. Hot, Hot. new girl. Ooh, cool. <laughs> um, and the girls, Angela is nice. Uh, Lauren's Lauren a bitch. sucks. Yeah. And Jessica is just kind of going wherever the wind blows. Yeah, she's going to kiss an ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Bella goes to biology class where she gets paired with Edward. Wait, wait, we skipped the Cullens' first entrance in the cafeteria. We skipped the Cullens' first entrance. Because she sees all the beautiful people in the... We don't have, like, a dramatic entrance, like, in the movie. She just kind of, like... Mm-hmm. sees them enter the cafeteria and she's like who are they mm-hmm. and then we get like a whole ass two-page description about the Collins and what they look like mm-hmm. um they're all hot basically they're all hot hot pale Yeah, that's what you need to gather is they're all hot they're all pale um they're all impossibly beautiful and they're all dating each other. Yeah. Uh, the they Bella is told by the other kids at school that the Cullens are actually the Cullens and the Hales. They oh, yes. are two different sets of siblings who were adopted by Doctor Cullen and his wife Esme. Um, so you have Rosalie and Jasper Hale, and mm-hmm. then you have Edward, Emmett, and Alice Cullen, um, and. Alice Cullen and Jasper Hale are dating, mm-hmm. and Rosalie Hale and Emmett Cullen are dating, and Edward is single, and all the girls think he's so sexy. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is this is what we learn. So then Bella goes to bio. 
Yes. Bella goes to biology class, and her lab partner is none other than sexy Edward Cullen. He cannot stand to be around her. She's like, what the fuck do I smell? Because he keeps covering his nose and, like, scooting away from her and, like, twitching like something is seriously wrong. And she sniffs her hair. She's like, all I can smell is my strawberry shampoo. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Bella. He runs out of class. She finds him in the office trying to get his class switched. And the office lady's like, no, sorry, dear, we can't do that. You have to stay in biology. And he, like, is like, I guess I'll have to endure it and, like, storms out. And Bella's like, I don't know what I did to make this dude hate me, but he's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The next day was better and worse, says the first line of chapter two. Uh, The next day Edward is not there, and Edward is not there for a week, so she Mm -hmm. kind of settles into a routine. She makes decent friends with Mike and Jessica and Angela and Eric. Um, Oh, and Tyler. Tyler's there too. I forgot about Tyler. Tyler is another boy in their class who has the hots for Bella. Because who um, doesn't? Who doesn't? Um... Edward, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Edward's gone for a week. Bella's like, cool, whatever, falls into a routine, starts to wonder where he is. Um, and then suddenly he reappears. Yeah. And his eyes are gold this time. Yeah, instead of the black color they had been before, they're gold. And he's Tracy. being cordial and nice to her. Mm-hmm. And even, like, joking around with her. Yeah. Um, so she's like, dude, what happened? And he's like, what? Nothing. Nothing happened. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Edward Cullen, King of the Gaslighting. Yep. Um. <laughs> you know, love to, love to see it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, they chit-chat in bio. He keeps talking to her and asking her questions because she fascinates him. She is dazzled by him, we, basically. <laughs> we, get, we get a nice scene of the Cullens being normal people and, like, oh, interacting yes. with each other. Um, she notices the boys having a snowball fight um and alice and rosalie like trying not to get wet while Emmett shakes his head like a dog and it's really cute and it makes me very happy i love to see a happy cullen moment me too Um, don't get many of those um oh the next morning they win the golden onion oh i'm skipping ahead (laughs) they win the golden onion for being the first ones to to um identify the different phases of root growth but anyway skip ahead Alyssa do it do it do it next morning um it's icy outside we all know what's coming or maybe we don't all know what's coming um um sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) no womp womp but Bella drives to school And she has snow tires on her truck, and she is, like, literally crying because Charlie cares about her and gave her snow tires. Because yeah, Renee's... Charlie, Charlie was a, a parent and yeah. prepared his child's vehicle for the snow, yeah. which she has never experienced or had to drive through before. So he was like, I'm going to be a dad and put snow tires on my kid's car. Yeah. And she was like, this is the kindest thing anyone's ever done for me. And he's like, what the fuck? She's like, I wasn't used to being taken care of. It's almost like you've been living with your mom your whole life and she has never taken care of you. I would love to know 
Like, if Charlie knew how poorly Renee actually cared for mm-hmm. Bella, like, what would his reaction be? Because I, I think that he is under the impression that being with her mom is the best thing for Bella. Yeah. And that, like, he isn't a good parent. Which but is he false. is ten times the parent Renee is. Mm-hmm. Like, movie Charlie I like more than book Charlie, but book Charlie still does more than Renee, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then... Uh, we get the fated uh, car crash scene where there's a van that's like hits the ice wrong in the parking lot and it's coming towards Bella like it's gonna smush this bitch and Edward Cullen saves her ass. He um, just appears out of nowhere. Literally out of thin air. Stops the, stops the truck. The van? The van. The van. van. The van. Yeah. Tyler's van. He stops Tyler's van with his bare hand, keeps Bella from getting crushed and dying, and then is just like... Gaslights her ass. Okay, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Bella and Tyler both end up in the hospital, and Edward goes along, and we meet Edward's dad, Zaddy. Zaddy Carlisle. Zaddy Carlisle. Oh, this, every time this scene happens in the movie, I squeal. And a, sim- a similar thing happens oh. when I read the book. Because, like, even Bella's like, damn, he hot. This man. Carlisle Cullen. <laughs> the chokehold this man has on me. Oh. I know. But anyway, Carlisle's like, yeah, Bella, you're totally fine. Um, and Charlie's pissed because Bella almost got hurt. But oh, yeah. Bella's like, Edward, we need to talk. And she's like, where did you come from? How did you stop the van? And Edward's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You hit hit your your head. head. You got a concussion, (laughs) bitch. I didn't do anything. (laughs) Bella's like, what do you mean? I saw it. And he's like, I I didn't do anything. You hit your head and you're just hallucinating. Shut up. Leave me alone. We shouldn't be friends. (laughs) Basically, he's like, don't ask me about this again. Bye. (laughs) She's like... Okay. <laughs> um, and then she dreams about Edward for the first time that night. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Um, couple days later at school, um, a bunch of her friends are talking about going to La Push, which is a beach just outside of Forks. Um, and they're talking about going to La Push one Saturday. And Bella invites Edward. And he's like, yeah, no, my family doesn't really go there. Uh, and she's like, well, that sucks. And so they all go to La Push without Edward. Oh, we no, skip the blood typing scene. That's my favorite oh my chapter. Goodness, the blood typing scene. I f- completely forgot about the blood typing scene. It is yes. so good. Also, there's a little part where Bella's trying to get out of the dance and Edward offers to take her to Seattle um, in his mm-hmm. car instead of her crappy truck, basically, as he says, mm-hmm. because he she wouldn't make it in his truck. So they have like a date planned, like a high a low-key mm-hmm. date. And then it's Edward shouldn't be Yes. Edward, we shouldn't be friends, Cullen is like we shouldn't be friends. But But like if you wanted me to like drive you to Seattle and we could go to the bookstore together, I'd be willing to do that. And also, um, when you almost pass out in blood typing and biology, I'll show up at the nurse's office and take care of you. (laughs) 
she gets sick from like the sight of her also i think that day um oh that day at lunch um he asks her to sit with him at lunch and they have like a full-ass conversation and they're like joking around and and bella's like Mm -hmm. i feel like you're like a superhero because like i'm trying to figure out what's going on with you but you're like peter parker like radioactive spider um shit and he's like She's like, oh, we gotta go to class. We're gonna be late. And he's like, I'm not going to class today. I'm gonna skip. And she's like, whatever, mm-hmm. bitch. And and goes to class. And it's blood typing. And me too, Bella. The sight of blood also makes me sick. Um, so they, all the blood typing in class makes her sick. Mike obviously offers to help her to the nurse's office because he has a hard on for her. And then she has to stop him on the sidewalk. And then Edward comes out of nowhere and is like, oh, my God, what's wrong with Bella? And he, like, picks her up off the sidewalk and, like, carries her to the nurse's office. <laughs> and leaves Mike standing there like, what? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what bye. just happened? Literally, Mike's like, no, I'm supposed to take her. He's like, well, I'm taking her now. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, bitch. <laughs> oh, it's we are so not the same. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> And he, like, sits with her in there till she feels better. And, like, he helps her get out of class for the rest of the day. Um, mm-hmm. And they hang out he in his car. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. I'm sorry. This this is the scene I'm sad they, like, skipped in the movie because I would have loved mm-hmm. to see blood typing in that movie. Um, it's also, like, a bonding moment. That, yeah. And I'll, we'll talk about this when we talk about the movie. It's just, it's it's a bonding moment that they could have had that they chose not to. And it was, it's it's sad. Yeah. Then we have the beach. <laughs> then we have the beach. I forgot that, like, that invite happens on blood typing day. It does. He turns her down. And then they go to the beach. Um, yes. So they go to the beach. They go to La Push where... Bella meets Jacob Black or re-meets yeah, Jacob re-meets. Black um, because he is the <clears throat> son of uh, her dad, Charlie's best friend, uh, Billy. Yes. So Charlie's best friend, Billy, has a son named Jacob. I almost called Bella's dad Billy because Billy Burke plays him in the movie. Oh, yes. But anyway, <laughs> um, Billy's son, Jacob, and Bella used to play together when they were kids, Mm -hmm. um, when Bella would come for the summers to stay with Charlie. And so she and Jacob reacquaint themselves. Jacob's like a year or so younger than Mm -hmm. her. Um, And Jacob, he is a little sweetie pie. (sighs) And (laughs) And Jacob reveals to her that um, the Cullens don't come around there because they are vampires. Yeah, he straight um, up, like, he, doesn't do the movie thing where he, like, soft launches it. He's straight out, like, yeah, the Cullens, I guess, are vampires. Ha ha ha. Yeah, he's like, it's like an urban legend, though. It's, like, super stupid. I don't quite understand why my <laughs> why my dad hates them, but, like, I don't know. It's some old rivalry thing, and they say that they're vampires. It's stupid, right? Ha, ha, ha. And Bella's like, holy fuck, that's it. <laughs> She's like, um, I'm sorry, what? And so she goes home, and she uses her, quote, favorite search engine. 
<laughs> also, can we talk about Bella's computer and the fact that oh, the number God. of pop-up ads she gets every time she tries to use it? Like, Literally. bitch, your computer has a virus. I, it's also <laughs> Even like in a, 2005, it wasn't a, that hard to surf the internet. No! I'm like, this was 2005 and you had a dial-up computer. Like, yes, the slowness of the computer checks out, but the pop-up frequency does not do, does not check out. Yeah, no. If you're using if you're using dial up, you're not gonna get that many pop up no. ads. There just isn't the bandwidth for it. No, and the but, internet um, was small in 2005. There wasn't enough sites for pop ups. Come on, Bella. <laughs> um, but she, she does a ton of yeah. research. Realizes, oh my god, yeah, he is a vampire. But That's it doesn't totally matter. Right. Yeah, uh, has nightmares about him being a vampire. And then but she like, goes on a hike by herself. Bring herself to be afraid. Yeah. She walks in the forest by herself, and I'm like, me too, but also, Bella, I guess it's equally unsafe for both of us to go on hikes by- alone, but for different reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. For her also, vampires, but like, for <laughs> I, okay, but here's the thing, is, like, if I lived in Forks, Washington, I wouldn't go on hikes by myself. No. Especially, like, if I had been raised in that area, and I knew, like places to hide i knew like what to do if i encountered a wild animal that Mm -hmm. kind of thing okay maybe but she knows nothing about this area or how to be safe and it's like bitch going hiking in a place that you know is just covered in all kinds of wild animals Mm -hmm. by yourself that's a terrible idea bella and now she knows about vampires myself and like i go counting by myself on like county park trails like yeah yeah <laughs> there's a difference i used to go at school by myself and then we got all the like the creepy stuff about like creepy men being on the trails and then you know gunshots and then a dead body was found on the on the trail this year so maybe i should not have been going hiking by myself but i did <laughs> anyways <laughs> so she goes on a hike by herself and then she and her friends are going into Port Angeles, right? Yeah. They don't go to Seattle. They go to Port Angeles. Yes. Because it's, like, sunny the next day, so she's, like, Bella's in her element. It's so nice outside. Like, she she reads a little bit after school before they go to Port Angeles. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so oh, she and Jessica and Angela go to Port Angeles yes. that afternoon. And book Bella's much more supportive than movie Bella. May I just mm-hmm. say? She's, like, giving her friends... Actually... Oh, go yeah. ahead. Like, she, input. Uh, yeah, she she wants to be a part of the girls' trip, which is nice. She's, yeah. like, a genuine human being. She's also, not using her friends. She's trying to actually be a friend. Yes, because she's like, oh, that color looks great on you guys. Like, oh, we should get that jewelry, matches those shoes, blah, blah, blah. And, like, she actually is going, she is going to Seattle instead of the dance. Like, it's not, like, a bullshit excuse for, like, not wanting to go. She's like, oh. I already made plans anyways, and also, like, I don't dance, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, it's totally, totally awesome. But I love it. she wants to check out a bookstore, and her friends want to go check out a different store. And mm-hmm. so they split off with uh, an agreement to meet each other at a restaurant for dinner. And Bella loses her way mm-hmm. and ends up being cornered by a group of men. Uh. Uh, and she's trying to, like, remember, like, anything she learned in the one self-defense class yeah. she's ever taken. Um, and she's terrified that something awful is going to happen to her. 
and out of nowhere again appears Edward Cullen, who is like get in the car. Yeah, gets in the car, and he's then scary. he like he's terrifying and drives way too fast. Mm-hmm. And they end up at the restaurant where she was supposed to meet her friends. Yep. And they're like, Bella, like, what? I mean, we waited for you, but like, you weren't here. Where have you been? We've been worried sick. We already ate. Let's go. And Edward's like, actually, I think, I think I should get Bella some dinner. I'll, I'll drive her home. And her friends are like, yeah, go Bella, do (laughs) it, bitch. Also, I hate how her friends are like, we were so worried about you, but we already ate dinner. Like, I'm sorry. If I was out with y'all and, like, one of you guys got lost, I don't think any of us would be going to dinner. We'd be freaking out no. and trying to find the lost friend. Yeah, we'd be, like, calling the police. Yeah, like, no, we would not be, like, feeling good enough to go to fucking dinner. But thanks, Jessica and Angela. Especially <laughs> because, like, Bella's dad is the chief of police. Uh-huh. And Forks isn't far enough away from port angeles for charlie to not know the law enforcement there Mm -hmm. so if it was like even if it was just them calling home to the police station in forks and being like charlie bella is missing we don't know where she is we don't know who to call or how to get help charlie would know who to call and Mm -hmm. how to get help you don't say oh no we were so worried about you but we got italian anyway it was endless breadsticks (laughs) no (laughs) you good I know it's not Olive Garden, but you don't go to Olive Garden when your friend's missing, guys. Come on. No. <laughs> that like, is not good girl code. No, and especially because Bella is, like, newish to the area. She hasn't been to, like, the Forks, Washington area since she was, like, 14 years old. So mm-hmm. you really expect her to know the way around? No, she doesn't. And she's a dumb bitch, as y'all know. She's clumsy as hell. I don't trust her to know her way around. <laughs> but anyway, Bella's friends leave. <laughs> And she and Edward go to dinner, and uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, that cheese ravioli, man. Oh my! But um, <laughs> Bella gets ravioli too, but mushroom. Yeah, but hers is mushroom, mushroom ravioli. <laughs> Bella, have some taste, I, please. Mm-hmm. Spinach ravioli, great. Beef yeah. ravioli, great. Good. Cheese ravioli, delicious. Awesome. Mushroom ravioli, Bella, honey. Who wants no. ravioli that only has mushrooms? It sounds literally awful. Mushroom, I, just, I don't like Sounds mushrooms, terrible. I guess, but, you know, ugh. I, I, I like mushrooms just fine, but, like, mushroom ravioli sounds no. terrible. Like, the texture of the noodle and the cooked mushroom sound literally mm-hmm. awful. I know it's a real thing and that people eat it, but mm-hmm. at, why? At what why cost? Would, why? Just have <laughs> spinach and cheese ravioli. That's my favorite kind. Mm-hmm. Any, or if you're I, vegan, just have spinach ravioli. Yeah. Have pumpkin ravioli. Don't Some eat mushroom are, ravioli. Yeah. Do you hate no. yourself? I guess Bella does. Yeah. Bella does. <laughs> she does have mushroom ravioli. Ugh, Stephanie so, Meyer. While Bella eats her mushroom ravioli and drinks her Coke because Edward hasn't ordered anything and refuses to, mm-hmm. um, Edward tells her that he can read minds. Um, and he can read the minds of everyone in the restaurant except for her. And she's like, there's she's something like, wrong with me. And he's like, I told you I can read minds and you think there's something wrong with you, bitch. And she also <laughs> finds out that he, like, followed her to Port Angeles. Mm-hmm. And she's super chill with it, which, you know, to each yeah, his she's own. Yeah, like kind of into it. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know, Bella, if a guy I barely knew and was sort of into stalked me where my friends and I were going, I'd be a little creeped out. But you know what? Whatever. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, Edward drives her home, and on the drive home, uh, he... she confronts him yeah. about being a vampire. And he's like, yes, okay, me and my family, we're all vampires, but we are quote-unquote vegetarian vampires, Mm -hmm. which means that we don't eat or drink human blood. We only drink the blood of animals. So we don't harm people, but we sustain ourselves on animal blood, um, and we live amongst humans. And she's like, cool, chill. And he's like, that doesn't scare you? And she's like, meh. And he admits he, like, to the fact that <laughs> he's he admits to the, the fact that Bella's blood smells better than any blood he's ever wanted, and he's never wanted blood more than he wants Bella's. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh wow, I'm special, literally." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, this is like wrong." And she's like, "It doesn't matter anymore. It's like it's too late." And he like yells at her. He's like, "It's never too late." And she's like crying in the car now. It's a very roller coaster car ride. And then mm-hmm. it then he apologizes and then it's like nothing happened. Edward didn't just yell at her. It's it's fine, you know? <laughs> and they keep yeah. talking. They keep talking. It's a very different scene than it was in the movie. I'm trying to figure out which version I like the most and I don't I I, I don't know which one I like more. I This has a better I think flow. I like the- yeah, I think I like the book more yeah. just because I I hate the <laughs> revelation scene in the movie. Yeah, it's which not... we'll talk about when we talk about the movie. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's just it's very soap opera y in the movie and this just seems a bit it's not as like dramatic, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's more realistic if that makes sense. If a story about vampires can be realistic, then yeah. this be it cuz it's like it's a very natural mm-hmm. way of it happening because like you know car ride talks are real everything comes out in the car let's be honest Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they uh have this conversation edward drops her off at home she dreams about edward again and wakes up the next morning thinking about how um hold on the quote is on the back of my book and it says about three things i was absolutely positive first edward was a vampire second there was a part of him and I didn't know how dominant that part might be that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally, irrevocably in love with him. <laughs> I do like this portion because they're like, we're kind of sinking and we're sinking into them sort of dating, but also like getting to know each other like for real skis this time. So like mm-hmm. now he's starting to drive her to school. They basically play 20 questions with each other. So like last night she asked him all the questions and then today he asks her all the questions. And like I like that because the thing about Bella is she does not have much of a personality, but the books is where we get the most of a personality. Like, she Mm -hmm. is, she has a good, she's funny. She has a sense of humor. She's very intelligent and, like, a very caring person. And we all, we gather all of that in, like, her answers to Edward's questions. And it's just very Mm -hmm. nice. I like Edward in the book, too. He's witty and fun. Yeah, and, like, we Um, see them banter. I love a good banter. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know that I like their relationship dynamic, no. but I like each of them as individuals enough that I'm I'm ready to read more about them, if that makes sense. Yes, no, I agree with that, because I'm like, 
the dynamic in the book is like I mean, Edward always has the upper hand over Bella, but it's much more so, mm-hmm. it seems, in the book than in the movie. Uh, yeah. But I do like seeing them get to know each other because it feels like the real way you would get to know someone when you're starting to date them. So, yay. So, they, they you know, fall in love. Um, Edward shows her what his skin looks like in the sunlight, which is oh, essentially Oh, the meadow just- scene! Yes, uh, he <laughs> he's like, I need to show you all of me. And Bella's like, cool, I get to see his dick, but it's not his dick. Huh? It's his diamond-like skin. Um, Sorry, because girl. apparently the reason he and his family can't go out in the sunlight is because vampires sparkle. Um, and people would know there's something different about them if they went out in the sunlight and mm-hmm. saw how sparkly they are. And Bella's like, you're beautiful. And he's like, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> and then we get that scene. Just to slightly backtrack, before that, Billy, like, sees Edward dropping her off at his at her house, Billy Black. And, like, obviously Billy believes in vampires and stuff, so he, like, soft confronts Bella about it, but, like... Mm-hmm. It doesn't really go anywhere where Bella's like, I'm not going to tell you shit and leave Charlie out of this, please. And it's mm-hmm. like, please don't okay. tell my dad that I'm dating a boy. And he's like, okay, <laughs> fine, I guess. Um, they fall in love. They fall in love. They fall in love. Edward well, I decides do... he's going to take. Sorry, go. Sorry. I do just like the meadow scene because like it's. Especially, well, I guess in Midnight Sun, it's more prevalent than in Twilight. Like, we realize the stakes are much higher in Midnight Sun during the meadow scene than in Twilight, because it's just Mm -hmm. Edward showing him his full, true vampirism to Bella. Like, to the extent that, like, he physically can. Like, Abby, he's not going to hunt in front of her, because that'd be big, big bad. But it's, it's, it's nice. I like the meadow scene in the book so much more than the movie. Again, I'm going to compare the two sometimes during this episode. But I I especially just like... And also, the, the lion fell in love with the lamb is a joke in the book. And I like how it's a fucking joke because it's stupid if you make it serious. Mm-hmm. And they make it serious in the movie and it's so fucking dumb. But as, yeah. as a joke, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny uh, where he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, what a stupid lamb. <laughs> oh, and then they kiss. <laughs> do they kiss? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. They do kiss after he runs because they hiked to the meadow and it was a very long hike. And then he like piggyback rides her back to the truck after the meadow scene's done. And then he kisses her and she fucking faints. Yes, that's right, I forgot. <laughs> he fucking faints when he kisses her. I'm like, Bella, listen, I would understand fainting if he does other stuff to you, because, like, girl, I feel you, but with a kiss? Are you fucking kidding me? She's like, I forgot how to breathe, and I'm like, Bella, God, I can't. I hate Bella. I can't. <laughs> Book Bella, I either like her or I hate her, and I have no middle ground with her. <laughs> There's no middle ground. Um... <laughs> Edward decides that she should meet his family. Yes. And so she goes to the Cullen house one night and Mm -hmm. meets all of his siblings and his parents and learns a little bit about their family history. Essentially, she learns that, uh, you know, uh, TLDR, Carlisle is the leader of their coven. They are called the Olympic Coven or the Cullen family. Mm -hmm. Um, And... 
Carlyle was born in the 17th century. He was the son of a religious uh, pastor who was a vampire hunter. And then Carlyle was bitten by a vampire when he was 23 um, and went into hiding and essentially decided he didn't want to hurt any humans. So he became a vegetarian vampire and then studied medicine so he could help people and lived alone for like 200 years or something like that. No, longer than that, like almost Mm -hmm. three or four hundred years and found Edward dying in a hospital of um, the influenza outbreak of 1918. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, Bit Edward, turned him and then essentially made him his son, which is stupid. Calling Edward his son instead of his brother is stupid. Carlisle, you are 23. You are 23. I'm 23. Edward is 17. Do I? I'm 23. Do I look like I could have a fucking 17 year old child? Absolutely not. <laughs> what the fuck, Carlisle? You're smarter than that. So Carlisle bit Edward first, and then Esme, mm-hmm. who is Carlisle's wife, and then he turned Rosalie, mm-hmm. who he found dying in a gutter in the 40s. Um. Rosalie found Emmett, mm-hmm. brought Emmett to Carlisle and begged Carlisle to turn him. Um, and then Alice and Jasper arrived of their own volition. Yes. Uh, Carlisle didn't turn either of them. They were turned previous to Carlisle, uh, to joining mm-hmm. the Cullen family. But that's how the Cullens uh, showed up and essentially, you know, formed their coven. That's their family history. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I'm sorry, then, prior to this scene, first of all, we have Edward and Bella having, like, a mild sex talk that I just looked at, and it made me giggle. It's not that oh, big of right, a deal. right, when she's like, is it, is it the same for vampires? <laughs> and, he's, and she's like, could, could we? And he's like, no, we could never do that. And she's like, okay, well, sorry me. Ripperoni me. And then he calls her irresistible in her khaki skirt and her blue blouse. Those are just the two little tidbits I wanted to backtrack and talk about for a second. Those are my two of my f- most favorite scenes. And also when Edward, like, softly, soft asks Bella if she's a virgin. And she's like, I'm, of course, my fucking virgin, Edward. God. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, and um, then. Um, and then does anything important happen until the baseball scene? Um, no, he asks, that's when Alice and, and Jasper are like, hey, it's supposed to be a thunderstorm tonight. Um, let's go play baseball. And Bella's like, cool. And Edward's like, oh, you should probably introduce me to your dad. And Bella still is like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but Charlie's, Charlie's pretty chill with it. He really, he really loves Carlisle. Yeah, he does. Um, and so he's like, well, hey, Edward isn't, he, he doesn't like Emmett. He thinks Emmett's kind of creepy and, like, scary and dangerous looking. But he's like, Edward's the youngest one. He seems okay. I'm not a fan of you dating boys in general. But, like, if it's Carlisle's son, like, you know, I'll trust it. Carlisle's not going to, you know, let him mistreat you kind of thing. And so Bella goes with the Cullens to play baseball. And it's fucking insane um and the reason they can only play during thunderstorms is because when they hit the ball it sounds like a (laughs) thunderclap yeah and then and then we Um, have the 
the James clan of vampires. Interesting in the books, yeah. like there's like no mention of James and his clan up prior to the baseball scene. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a but very throughout... no go ahead. Oh, like in the movie, it's like kind of like hinted at, and we see them in action. And in the book, it's like oh my god, here's a plot twist. Mm-hmm. You, were, were you were you comfortable? Now you're not. Action. <laughs> so it's a very we finally quick have you know like 250 pages into this book we finally have the inciting incident for the actual plot of the book her pacing Um, (laughs) stephanie another another smaller coven is in the area and they've been hunting and i'm gonna burp again that's fine i'm gonna cut out all of the actual burps but leave in the preamble to all of my burps yes um Oh, yes, we have an so, hour-long summary again. Again. Yeah. But anyway. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So this, it'll move fast from here. There's literally, like, only 40 pages left of the book. That's true. So, it's all, like, bam, bam, bam. Let's go. Yeah. So this other coven uh, are a coven that drinks human blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find out that Bella's a human, and James uh, figures out that Edward's super protective of her yeah. and decides that he is going to catch and drain Bella for the thrill of the kill. Yeah, um, yeah. Essentially to, like, make Edward mad because he was mad that Edward, like, challenged his authority oh, in, so the, in the baseball field. Um, and so the Cullens fly into action. Edward's panicking because Bella's his only reason for living. And he sends Bella with Alice and Jasper to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bella, uh, and he's like, the rest of us are going to stay here. We're not going to rest until we hunt them down and like kill them and eradicate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella, while in Phoenix with Jasper and Alice, um, gets a call from what? is her home phone number from her house where she lives with her mom. Uh, and it's James pretending to hold her mom captive and saying, you need to get away from the Cullens and you need to come meet me at your old ballet studio. And she's like, fine, I'll do it. And somehow she manages to evade Alice, who can see the future, yeah. and Jasper, who can read people's emotions. And she just, like, you know, leaves and goes to the ballet studio. Surprise, it was all a trick. James never had her mom, and he tries to kill her, and there's this really intense scene where Bella almost dies and breaks a bunch of bones. James yep. bites her. The Cullens show up. Edward's siblings rip apart James and set him on fire. Mm-hmm. Carlisle and Edward have to save Bella, and Edward has to make the decision to either let the venom from the bite that James inflicted spread and turn Bella, or to suck out the venom like a snake bite and keep her human. And he makes the decision to suck out the venom like a snake bite and keep her human. Uh, Bella wakes up in a hospital in Phoenix. Apparently, everyone was told that she was just so clumsy, she <laughs> fell down two flights of stairs <laughs> through, through a window. window. <laughs> And everyone believes it. No questions asked. God, imagine being that fucking clumsy where if you, like, have a horrible accident like that, they're like, yeah, checks out. (laughs) And we have Renee. We finally see Renee again. And she's fucking texting Phil the whole time she's visiting her daughter and, like, checking in on him when, like, literally Bella almost just fucking died. And... Mm-hmm. I hate Renee so much. And she's like, oh, we have a house for you in like in in Jacksonville that you can come live in. And she's like, I want to stay in Forks. And Renee is just like, what? 
you don't want to come to Jacksonville and live with me? And then um, then we have a little scene. She with... and Edward have a conversation yeah. about how he can never leave her ever. And, and he's he like fucking lies to her. Fucking huh. asshole. Asshole. Then prom. Prom happens. Bella and Edward go to prom. Um, Edward tells her to dress up and then surprises her with prom. And she's pissed because she thought that the reason she was dressing up was that he was going to bite her and turn her into a vampire. (laughs) Bitch, me too, because that's real extra. Like, that's some Leo shit right there. Like, that's really extra that you're like, oh, my God, he's going to, like, have me dress so fancy and beautiful and to turn me into a vampire. Like, Bella, what the fuck? Really? Also, I want to talk about the fact that Tyler, the guy who almost killed Bella with his van, uh, like, made a comment to her earlier in the book about how he was going to make it up to her by taking her to prom. And she never actually said yes, but he shows up at her house to take her to prom. And Edward's like, um, sorry, she won't be needing you to escort her. And I'm like, Edward, you sassy bitch. He is so sassy. He's like, Also, Tyler, you presumptive asshole. You honestly. almost killed this girl with your van. And you're like, I'll make it up to her by taking her to prom. And then you don't actually let her tell you yes no. or no. You just decide you're going to take her to prom and show up at her door. Everybody knows she was Knowing dating Edward, well. too. Yeah. She had a boyfriend. You knew this. Like, it's the hot <laughs> gossip at Forks High when they start dating. Like, come on, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh, and then Jacob shows up because um his dad bribed him basically to tell Bella to dump Edward's ass with money for his Volkswagen, which obviously she's like, oh, ha, 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 tell Billy thanks, but you know, no thanks. And she and Edward share a dance and they have a conversation about how Bella wants to be like him and why won't he turn her? And he's like, I don't want that life for you. Like isn't a long happy life with me enough and she's like no it's not <laughs> no i want to be a vampire <laughs> and then she's like do it like, right now <laughs> and he's like right now at prom and she's like yes <laughs> she's so serious and, can- about it. and instead of biting her he kisses her neck end of book <laughs> yep and she's, she's so fucking surprised too and he like didn't bite her and she's like wait what I'm confused. Like, Bella, he really thought he was going to change you in public. Come on, girl. You're better than this. <laughs> She's just so horned up. She doesn't. She is. The minute she learned she couldn't get some of that vampire dick as a human, she was like, okay, guess I gotta be a vampire now. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the dedication <laughs> to the dick, I guess, because you know what? Live your truth, Bella, but... <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so... end of book that's twilight yes um (laughs) let's talk favorite moments Alyssa, on this long ass episode yes i feel like our episodes are just gonna consistently be an hour and a half now i'm sorry i think so too especially now that we're doing like consistent book series like it's yeah it's just the way the cookie crumbles guys i'm sorry yeah um I'm trying to think of my favorite moments. I think my favorite, favorite moment was, like, the blood typing scene. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I I loved seeing Bella and Edward actually talk to each other, like, humans. And, like, again, I loved everything following Port Angeles up to, like, um, the baseball scene, basically, of Bella and Edward mm-hmm. just, like, talking to each other and communicating and, like, getting to know each other, like, properly. Like, I think that I Love You was a bit too early, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, but you know, to each his own. 
but at least they like talked to each other and got to know each other prior to it i guess even if it was in a like a couple weeks of getting to know each other mm-hmm. what were your favorite moments i i also really like the blood typing scene and i like the port angeles scene um you bitch is a sucker for like a knight in shining armor yes type, um of like aggressive boy shows up to save the day and then like isn't like, what I like about it is that Edward doesn't assume that Bella needs protection. He doesn't, mm-hmm. like, make her feel weak or, like, useless or stupid. Yeah. It's just he saw this girl that he cares about in danger, and he went fucking feral on those assholes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Yes. Um, and I also love the chapter that's titled Carlisle. Oh, I do, where too. Where we learn the family history. Because that's, that's like, the Cullens are my favorite part of yep. these books. Um, and I know we didn't talk about them too much in this one in particular. They're not in this book as much, unfortunately. No, they... Yeah, you you meet all of them in this book, but you learn more and more about them mm-hmm. in every subsequent book. Objectively, and... we see the most of them in Eclipse and Breaking Dawn, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're my favorite part of this whole series. The lore, the history. Yes. Like, I, I love the Cullens so, so much. And mm-hmm. so I loved getting that first peek behind the curtain. Yes, me too. I love Carlisle's story. And, like, it's long. Um, and I, I Stephanie Meyer has a consistent issue with, with making stories within a story, like, excessively long. But this one I didn't mm-hmm. mind because Carlisle's history is fascinating. And Carlisle's, like, one of my favorite characters. So, like, I love reading that chapter and like getting to hear about him and his life and how he came to like find and make this family of his it's not Mm -hmm. that bad compared to the other stories that we get so you mentioned carlisle's one of your favorite characters do you have any other favorite characters you'd like to talk about i don't know because sometimes edward's a favorite character and then sometimes i fucking hate edward and his gemini ass so (laughs) (laughs) these are feelings i also have (laughs) I think Car- Carlisle is my favorite favorite. Yes, I love same. Carlisle. Same. Um, Rosalie can't like be my Alice. favorite yet. Yes. Yeah, Rosalie can't be my favorite yet. Right now she's just kind of a bitch. Yeah, I love Emmett, um, but he's not really in this book. But, like, I love the moments of Emmett that we do get. Mm-hmm. I like Charlie at some points, and at other points I'm like, Charlie, you fucking suck. Oh, he's such You're a misogynist in this book. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love movie mm-hmm. Charlie supremacy, man. Like... He's my king. Mm-hmm. This Charlie. You know is just who I okay. love? <laughs> who? I love Angela. Oh yes, she's my queen. She's a queen. I love her. She's such a good friend, Loving such queen. a nice human being. Mm-hmm. Jessica fucking love sucks her. in the books, also. It's yeah. And Bella just mm-hmm. again, I go back and forth with her. Either I like what she's doing, or I literally want to punch her in the face. And there's no in between. Mm-hmm. So I can't say mm-hmm. she's my favorite. Like one of my favorite characters, Edward. I like him more than Bella. Surprisingly. That's going to end right after this book because I hate Edward and New Moon and beyond. Because I think the thing about Bella is that, like, she – it was a big thing at this time to have kind Mm -hmm. of that, like, blank slate character. Bella is an example. Katniss Everdeen is an example where it was, like, this character is written for – readers to project themselves Mm -hmm. onto and so there are times where bella does stuff that i fully understand Mm -hmm. and like can like clearly understand why she's doing it or have been there myself like i get it and then there are other times where she swings so far left and i'm like what are you doing no human being would actually do this 
And so it 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 goes from me being able to project myself onto her to mm-hmm. just being so completely thrown by some of the choices she makes. And so it's not that I hate Bella. It's that I don't think she was written well no. for the convention that she's supposed to be playing. Yeah. She's supposed to be projectable. And at times she is. And at other times she isn't. And so mm-hmm. you either need to write her as completely projectable or you need to write her so far in that left field that she is her own character that we can form opinions about you know yes oh my god i totally agree with that because like like you said this earlier like her voice is kind of hard to put myself into because she doesn't talk like a teenager at all Mm -hmm. she talks like i don't even talk like that i'm 23 she talks like someone from a different time like straight up like edward Mm -hmm. fucking cullen in her mind and i'm like i wish bella i wish i get why stephanie made her have a more mature voice because she is quote unquote she's just different from the other girls but like to make her more relatable to your readers to project themselves onto her which is ultimately like the end goal of bella as a character she needed to make her voice more youthful than it was Mm -hmm. because sometimes she fucking talked like a 40-year-old woman, and I could tell it was a 40-year-old woman writing this, and I was like, mm-hmm. no teenage girl, no matter how fucking different or mature she is, would do this or say this the way she does. Say, holy crow. Like, Bella, no one says holy crow. What the fuck is that? I kind of love it, though, and I'm gonna start using it. <laughs> I fucking love holy crow with this expression. <laughs> it's, I was like, it always threw me for a loop, and then I remember, I remember wanting to, like, get that into my vocabulary when I first read the book as a child. Like, literally in my brain, I remember, like, reprogramming myself to be, like, go from, like, oh, holy shit, or holy crap, because I was 10, so I said holy crap at the time, to be, like, holy crow. We say holy crow now because that's what Bella does. Jesus Christ. Well, I think it's supposed to be a combination of holy cow and holy crap. <laughs> yes. Because crap is apparently too aggressive. Oh. It's too close to, like, a, a a swear word. Which, by the way, so when Edward stops the van, uh, he mutters a quote-unquote low oath. And I want to know if it was a shit or a fuck or if knowing how prudish Bella is about language and cursing it was just a oh crap probably (laughs) honestly i'm like let edward cullen say fuck 2021 but honestly probably he just probably said crap and it was like clutch my pearls (laughs) oh my god can't say crap in here wish she would have just said fuck i want to read a version of this book where like everybody gets to swear all i want So I feel like we're too early in the series to talk ships. So yeah. I think we'll we'll save some ship talk. Because like, um, who do we have besides Edward and Bella in this book? No one. No, no one. one. I mean, Angela yeah, and Ben it. are pretty cute, but like, that's about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll save some ship talk. We'll skip that for this time. And Ooh, uh, should that'll we be go interesting. Into some, should we go into some Zillennial quiz taking? <gasps> yes. Let's go. Okay. Um, so, uh, hey, dear listeners, uh, <laughs> we are going to do a different quiz for every Twilight episode um, because the 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 Twilight Saga has so many different quizzes online. Oh my god! Um, yeah. <laughs> and we wanted to save the which Twilight character are you quiz, um, like the the like which character from the whole series am I mm-hmm. quiz until at least we cover the last book. Yeah. Um. Because we don't want to like, 
we want to meet all of the characters well enough. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, so, uh, right now I have pulled up a Witch Cullen Are You quiz, a BuzzFeed quiz called Which Member of the Cullen Family Are You? But I'm also very quickly here uh, totally about to search for a Witch of Bella's Human Friends Are You quiz because I, <laughs> I if that exists, I want to take it. I do too. <laughs> yeah, there isn't, a, there isn't a quiz about it. There's like a poll, which is like, which one do you like best of all of them? Angela. Come on, guys. Yeah, obviously, Angela <laughs> Weber. Obviously, Angela Weber. No other choices here. Mike is okay, yeah. but Mike's also, like, annoying. Okay, so we'll take the which Cullen are you quiz, uh, because that's the one that we have, and then we will uh, continue to get even weirder and more creative with our quizzes as we move yes. forward. Yes, all right. Uh, <laughs> predictions, because I'm... I have predictions for this. I do, too. Um, I <laughs> I think you're going to be Edward yep. or Rose. Yup. Yeah. I think I'm going to be Alice or Esme. I will. I agree with this statement. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, those are also my guesses. I was like, knowing my pretentious ass, I'm going to be Edward Cullen, which, you know, yeah. life imitates art, I suppose. All right. Listeners, we'll All see right. you on the other side. <laughs> Okay, I have a feeling that we got the same answer because, like, our answers were very similar for yeah for uh, all of those. Uh, so okay, um, let's do this. Hey, we're back. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go first? Um, yeah, let's do it. Um, so okay. I got Alice. Me too. Oh my god! Finally, <laughs> it finally <laughs> happened. We're the same person. Yay! Glenn, you you want to honor of reading the description we got then? Sure. You're the future-telling, sprightly sister of the bunch. You have a great sense of fashion and are always willing to help others out if they find themselves in a bind. You have a curiosity for life that leads you on many adventures, and even if you can see the final destination, you know that it's the journey that really matters. Wow. So poetic. So deep. (laughs) I kind of like that. Honestly, I do relate to that description. I'm not angry at it at all. I'm like, yeah, I can can Mm -hmm. see that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, God. So, uh, I don't feel like we have any final thoughts on this first iteration of the Twilight Um, series. I'm excited to talk about New Moon because it's my favorite book. (laughs) Yeah. I have feelings about New Moon that we'll discuss. I was going to say, like, progressively (laughs) going to get spicier and spicier. The first book is just, like, a nice, soft, gentle entrance into the Twilight universe. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no spicy opinions quite yet i'll say this though my final thought on the first twilight book is thank god i wasn't allowed to read these or watch these oh in my god. middle and high school i would have been so fucking insufferable it ruined my life <laughs> it took so long to get like a real personality after reading these books in middle school <laughs> literally it took so long to be like who am i Okay, Alyssa, where can they find our podcast? (laughs) All right, guys, you can find our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. If you listen to your podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and subscribe because we want people to find our podcast. Mm -hmm. You can connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at TSquee. And if you have longer thoughts, go ahead and send them to our email address, tnsquee at gmail.com. That's T, the letter N, squee at gmail.com. This week, uh, you should send us, what should they send us this Mm -hmm. week? 
Alyssa. I really want some wholesome Cullen fanfic, man. I want to hear the Cullens being a fam. I want some uh, Carlisle (gasps) before uh, his family fan art. I'd love to see that. Oh my god, yes. The zaddy of the year, honestly. Yep, yep. Uh, Write us a persuasive essay about uh, whether you're Team Charlie or Team Carlisle. Yes. Thanks for joining us for this first installation of what will undoubtedly be a very, very long uh, Twilight series on this podcast. Yeah, we be here Uh, till like Christmas. Yeah, probably. (laughs) And beyond. Yeah. At least through January. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because we only do an episode every two weeks, and it's oh, yeah. now. So that's four books. So mid-December is going to be, like, done with the books. And then we've got five movies. So it's, yeah. like, February. Be ready. Enjoy, We're guys. Long haul. If you don't like Twilight, I guess learn to enjoy it during this time. <laughs> maybe not learn to love it, because I understand it's kind of trash. But maybe learn to enjoy why enjoy it. people yeah. like it and enjoy the trash because yeah. that's the whole point it's fun trash mm-hmm. it's like reality tv <laughs> all right y'all we'll all see right. you next time see you friends bye, bye. bye. <laughs>